Let's go, girl. Just tell me that I can and show you things that you couldn't believe. WTF Women Talking Football. Not to be confused with WFT. We are the women, a pair of producers for Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Dave Campbell's Texan Live. I'm the executive producer. My name is Ashley Pickle. Sitting over there, running the dials, turning the knobs, it's our associate producer, Miss Mallory Hartley. Yo. Hey. How's it going? Yo. We both went with the uh, all black shirt today. You look like a floating head. I, I look very dark too, though. I guess I do. I didn't realize that. Uh, I did ROF earlier. And I yeah, Powers said it to like me earlier. That's how head. I figured it out. He was like, if you didn't have like the little design on the front of your shirt, you would look like a floating head. So nice. that seems right. Uh, you might notice that we have a different backdrop right here. It's not our normal women talking football, and that's because we have an incredibly exciting episode. Uh, we'll get to this in a minute. In the back half of the show, we'll be announcing our week four Dave Campbell's Texas Football Tonight Spotlight Games and then we'll break down the Concho Valley region out there in uh, not big country, but a little bit further west than big mm-hmm. country, but also not west Texas. It gets confusing, but we'll break all that down. Why do we have Yo Quiero up on the board? Well, one, they're a proud sponsor of Dave Campbell's Texas Woo! football. We have all of these gifts, socks, scrunchies, the whole nine yards. Mal? I got one, too. I got a scrunchie. I need to get the rest of my stuff here. And the too. rest of the gift. And- she instantly pulled that scrunchie out. I love scrunchies, and ones with avocados on them are even better. So look at how cute that is. And the lady <laughs> that brought them is Miss Tara Murray, the vice president of marketing for Yo Quiero. Hi, ma'am. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? Good. We are so excited to have you on for a couple of different reasons. The first of which, of course, being Yo Quiero, being a huge sponsor of Dave Campbell's Texas football and our partnership. But also, you're like mega sports fan, which rules. Yeah, seriously. My husband, uh, he calls himself the sports widower during the weekend. (laughs) That's so I legit turn on the games, whatever games are on. You know, this it's been tennis, it's been football, it's been Mm -hmm. golf. It really doesn't matter. That it goes on, and he's like, "Really again?" And I'm like, "Yes, sir." Yes. (laughs) Do, do your deal, and I will be right here. This is what we're doing. And we were like, yeah. our lady. Like, that's yeah. our type yes. of people. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll get to this first part. Yokiero is the proud sponsor of our Team Mom Appreciation Award. And that's always been one of our favorite awards to celebrate. I think that we focus so much on student athletes and coaches and all of that stuff that sometimes you forget about the people behind the scenes that are feeding them snacks, you know, that are bringing them to practice every single day. For you personally, what was so special about having Yokiero? sponsor the Team Mom Appreciation Award? I was a team mom. (laughs) I have two girls that are now in college, and they were in a ton of things while they were in high school. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as a parent, my husband and I are very fortunate enough to be able to be involved in their sporting lives as they were growing up. And when my daughter was on the track team, they needed a team mom. Track isn't one of those high-profile sports in high school. So I I stepped in, and you really do a lot of behind-the-scenes things. And, you know, the moms that I've talked to for the awards we've given out, you know, they don't do it for the recognition. They do it for the love of the kids, the love of the sport, the love of being involved in their kids' lives without really 
having their kids, having it not be too, you know, in their kids' face, mm-hmm. you know, so, so you're there helping. And I think our kids, even though mine, I always got the, the eye roll a lot because <laughs> my girls are really good at the eye, the eye roll. roll. Yeah. <laughs> well, where'd um, they get that from? Uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> my husband, as I was watching sports. There we go. Him. There we go. We I'm figured it out. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, they, they do it just to, to be involved and to mm-hmm. be around. And, you know, it, it really has a special place in my heart because it does take a lot of work, but you, you love every minute of it, you know, and, and being able to help those kids whose parents aren't as fortunate to be able to be around as much. So mm-hmm. to be able to, to be there, provide the snacks, provide help to the coaches, you mm-hmm. know, I was also a teacher. So I know how time is so short for the coaches and, and for the people in, involved in, in school athletics that they just sometimes don't have the time. Mm-hmm. And so being able to step up as a parent that had the time to be able to do that, you know, you get to do a lot for so many people, and it, it just means a lot to me. And at Yokira, we're, we're a family-owned business. So for us to then be able to help families, help kids, help students, help parents, you know, in our community, in all these high schools, you know, it just, it's, it's so wonderful for us. It's the perfect marriage. And it's funny because yeah. you mm-hmm. talk about track too. We're so football minded here right. all the mm-hmm. time, but you think about track and honestly, I mean, that goes hand in hand with Texas right. high school football as well, but those are long days. Like those track <laughs> meets are long uh-huh. days. Probably. I yeah. mean, that's gotta be the longest period for 99% of people other than maybe a tennis tournament or a golf tournament that those other sports I mean you're out there in the cold weather in March doing that and that's typically once a week too right yeah I mean once a week and that's a that's a grind it's (laughs) crazy and of course my daughter she jumped and did the four by four and jumping is at the beginning (laughs) and the four by four (laughs) is the very last (laughs) event And so, yeah, by the, by the end of the day, we're like, okay, okay, you know, let's, let's go. Um, but no, we, you know, we enjoyed every minute of it. And my oldest daughter was involved in agriculture and, you know, they didn't necessarily have team moms, but just being there for the events and hosting and, and really working with the kids and the teachers. I mean, again, it just holds such, such a special place in my heart just to be able to give back and, and to do for those people. Well, and that's that's just awesome. It warms our heart. Like we said, we love the award itself. Oh, so yeah. when, when we knew it was a family-owned company and how mm-hmm. important that is in the human aspect of yeah. it is to y'all, it was just perfect. And speaking of it also being perfect, Saturday, for those of you who might not know, is National Guacamole Day. Yes, it is. And I promise it's not something we made up <laughs> being a guacamole company. It is a legit <laughs> holiday. You know, I really wanted it, you know, to have the day off. And this year it's on a Saturday, so we all can do that. But yeah, it's National Guacamole Day. So we are having a big event on Friday, if we can get into that, yeah. at uh, Highland Park High School, where we're, get, we're going to be announcing um, the, the team mom for that high school. And we are in partnership with, with the Dallas Cowboys. That rules. That's I awesome. I know. It's going to be so exciting. And we've teamed up with Demarcus Lawrence as well. He created a big announcement video for us to announce the team mom, as well as our participation in Rowdy and the Drew Pearson is going to be that is the game. so cool like oh, I, I am so jealous that we're going to miss it <laughs> I'm telling you I was I don't I I'm seriously fangirl yes. and I'm worried about like I'm going to see Drew and be like hello that kind of thing you know so I'm, I'm really have to work with me to reel that, mm-hmm. <laughs> reel that bag with Drew because I mean it's the Drew Pearson so they're going to be able to participate in the coin toss and hopefully be able to talk to the players and and just be there to meet the fans and the team mom. 
So for us to be able to bring all of these great things together to celebrate the team mom, guacamole day, the whole bit. We're just, we're so excited about this weekend. We can't stand it. Highlander Stadium is going to be rocking. Are you, are you going to give Drew a pair of avocado socks? That's the, that's the most hard hitting question. And a scrunchie. And a scrunchie And a scrunchie, yes. And (laughs) a scrunchie, yes. Good. Usually with my guys, what they do is they put the scrunchies up on their ears so that look like little ear things. That's so so great. It looks like a little avocado almost with the tail you look like Shrek yeah there you go (laughs) that's too funny so yes for sure Drew will have a pair of socks that is so cool that's going to be so cool for that team mom that really is and and you mentioned it too obviously you helped out with your daughters in the Mm -hmm. sports world but you're a big fan of Texas high school football as well I mean that's our bread and butter here at Dave Campbell's what's kind of your background with Texas high school football do you follow any specific teams at all well I follow our hometown team which is the Hazlitt Eaton Eagles there we go and one of our quarterbacks is on the uh the top 10 list right now Mm -hmm. Noah Lugo Mm -hmm. and so with my girls growing up you know we've been in our location for over 20 years so so many of these kids I've watched from kindergarten all the way up they have friends that are playing at tech um you know that are playing you know going into pro you know playing professional football so just watching these kids grow watching you know watching how they perform being involved and and just following these teams and the coaches and and it's it is getting a little bit more complicated now just for NIL. It's like right. okay, who's going where right. and how? Um, but to me to really watch these young men grow and how they establish themselves on and off the field is is really rewarding to to watch and be a part of that's awesome and it definitely makes you feel like a part of the community and there was before we let you go here there was one little rinky dink game I don't know if you heard about it last Saturday Um, (gasps) I I believe the the Texas Longhorns is the name of them they want to beat somebody out there on the east coast was it Auburn Oh, maybe. was it? Uh, <laughs> it was the, the game of my life. Not to me. I mean, seriously, I have sports. How shows. was it? Like, seriously, um, my house was was just nuts. Well, uh-huh. I shouldn't my house with my husband and I because we're empty nesters now. But um, <laughs> it was crazy, and I was so nervous at first because it reminded me of last year's mm-hmm. game. You know, it came up to the last play last year, and they beat us mm-hmm. by one, and I like literally my soul was crushed. But watching this team play and watching yours go through this transformation that he went in the offseason and become this transcendent player. And, you know, when we lost uh, Bijan and we lost some of these overshone and we lost some of these key players, I was like, oh, no, how are we going to do? But to beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa – just awesome. Oh, my God. I mean, just awesome. And I, you know, I am a diehard Longhorn, graduated from UT, and usually our big rivalry is OU. And I'm going to point mm-hmm. now, I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever, OU. We beat Alabama in yes, Tuscaloosa. Yes. They are now 52 and 2. Yep. Hello. You know, and it just, I mean, just, I will have chills forever. This was the perfect sports weekend for me yep. because the Longhorns won on Saturday. Cowboys won Boys 40 to nothing on, yep, on, on Sunday. Sunday. And I thought, you know what? I'm tapped out. Like, all is right with the world. Like It's good. It, it, we're we're going to have a good week. We're good. Yeah. Final That's question. Awesome. It was amazing. Are you going to be celebrating National Guacamole Day by watching your Longhorns beat Wyoming? Yes, I am. Let's go. I with like a it. big tub of guacamole and chips and Heck whatever yes. I'm going to have. I'm going to be in my chair with a thing of guac and a thing of chips, and I'm going to be having at it. Oh, yeah. I'm, exci- it. I'm excited because of how they played last week against Tech. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, we can't just snooze on Wyoming. I mean, they really came back. They won't. They came back well. And one of the one of the kids that grew up with my girls, t- uh, Titus Finn, actually played mm-hmm. for Wyoming last year, and he's now, oh, he now so went cool. to the NFL. So cool. we've all we've kind of been watching 
Wyoming and how they've done due to due to his performance. He's a smaller running back, but really strong and a really, really good player. So I'm excited to see. I think I want to say they went to the Colts, not undrafted, undrafted. but I think he ended up I think he ended up with the Colts. But so we I kind of have a soft spot for Wyoming just to watch and, yeah, and that's see yeah. how soft spot up. except for Saturday when yeah, they take yeah, on oh, the yeah. horse. No, we're we're gonna <laughs> demolish them. We're gonna demolish them. We're gonna definitely put our thumb hard down on their head. So oh, I'm correct. excited. <laughs> Well, there, there it is. So a huge weekend coming up. Again, if yes. you're going to be around the DFW area, go out and uh, see the entire presentation there at Highlander Stadium with yeah. the Highland Park. Scott's Yokiero and all of our friends will be out there presenting um, the Team Mom Appreciation Award. Well, Tara, we really appreciate everything that y'all have done. And literally, you're, you are welcome back at any point yes. in time. Just, Dude, hey, just, just come just talk. Call ball. me. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> I'm so in. Because I have to talk with somebody. My husband just rolls his eyes. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, we're used to that. So. <laughs> So we've got you covered. Perfect. There, Perfect. there she is, Vice President of Marketing with Yokiera, the proud sponsors of our Team Mom Appreciation Award. Appreciate everything that Tara and her entire crew do. And remember, Saturday, National Guacamole Day. If you as well are going to be watching the Longhorns or any other college football, grab a tub of Yokiero guac, and you will have a fantastic way of celebrating National Guac Day. All right, Mal, before we move on to our spotlight games, let's hear from our friends at VCR now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR Now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 855- Go VCR now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR now. Week four of the, oh no, I didn't change it off of there. Week four of Dave Campbell's Texas. We love Yokiro! <laughs> we do love Yokiro. We do. We really, really do. We love it. Look, my scrunchie. Yeah, this is seriously correct. Like, Honestly, out of every guest that we've ever had in, no one's ever brought us like this amount of gifts. It no. rules. Like they're those are seriously I, so I cute. Did you see her little crunchy. necklace too? It was a no. little avocado. It was so cute. Um, oh. And apparently, we have a bunch of Yokiro guac in the fridge now. Which oh my god, I'm about to go feast on yes. after this. So oh, that's uh, amazing. Again, if you if you're just now joining us and you missed our conversation with Tara Murray, the vice president of marketing for Yokiero, uh, you are definitely going to want to go back and watch that. She was fantastic a great sports fan and a guac lover 
All right, week four of Dave Campbell's Texas football tonight is happening tomorrow night on TexanLive.com. You can stream it for free from 7.30 to 10. We dive in like NFL Red Zone and check out some of the best games across the state. Another fantastic slate of spotlight mm -hmm. games. A reminder, if you haven't tuned into the show, we cover a ton of different games, but these are the ones that we specifically hone in on and are trying to keep you updated score by score. So let's start off um, – Thursday night slate. Yeah, Thursday night recap. So if you miss either of these, these two games happening tonight on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. We'll start off with uh, Pflugerville Panthers taking on the Bastrop Bears. Pflugerville trying to bounce back from an 0-3 start. Uh, but Bastrop been looking really, really good. Our friend Tommy Yarish is on the call there for the, uh, the home matchup for Bastrop. Really, really excited to see how these two teams match up. He'll have a full recap cap on that tomorrow night on Dave Campbell's Texas football tonight. Then the second Thursday night recap that we will have is the new Caney Eagles taking on district foe. A reminder, district starting oh for gosh, a lot of schools right. this week. Um, out of 13-6A, the Woodland Highlanders. Um, New Caney's off to a 2-1 and one start and looking to continue that. But the first district matchup for both these squads, Trevor Bullard will be on the call from Wood Forest Stadium at 7 o'clock p.m. tonight. Moving on now to our super slate of Friday spotlight games. This one is tasty no matter which way that you cut it up. Uh, District 8, 5A Division 1, the Barbers Hill Eagles taking on the Crosby Cougars. Trevor Bullard again on the call for this one, 7 o'clock p.m. from Cougar Stadium. Really interested to see how this plays out. Barbers Hill under Carl Absek is off to a fantastic start at 3-0. Crosby under new head coach Joe Willis off to an 0-3 start and looking to bounce back. Uh, Crosby has had some difficult competition there. Oddly enough, um, both of these two coaches used to coach together at Cedar Park back in the day. Um, now, back in the same district, um, district foes at this point. So this one, this one is very tasty. We will also have a full feature over, um, Crosby, Crosby and coach Joe Willis. We sat down with him, um, talking about his move at coaching school. And so I put that one together and I'm quite excited for y'all to see it. So please tune in for that one. Coming up next on Friday night, we head up to the DFW for another District matchup from 11-6A, the Waxahachie Indians taking on the Cedar Hill Longhorns. Waxahachie currently leading that district with a 3-0 start. Cedar Hill looking to bounce back. Um, Bill Howard and Trevor Howard will be on the call there from Longhorn Stadium, 7 o'clock p.m. Friday night. We will have all of those highlights and instant reactions for you on Dave Campbell's Texas football tonight. Let's stick in the DFW region. This one is tasty. Yes. Every single year, what we always anticipate, especially this year, um, with Allen really struggling, but out of District 5, 6A, this honestly could be the game that decides the district championship. And I know it's really early to be saying that in week four, but these two teams have solidified themselves as the front runners in district five, six, a both off to a two and one start. Denton Geyer, of course, falling to Alito and then Prosper also at a two and one from children's health stadium at seven o'clock PM. Thomas Lee and Pete Nelson will be on the call. We'll be talking with them at halftime and just 
really excited to see how this one pans out. Prosper has been putting up offensive numbers this year that are just insane. So seeing how well they can keep that trend going against a Denton Geyer defense that they can go pound for pound with just about anybody. Really, really excited to see how this one shapes out. I've been to this matchup, I think. I went to it last year. Uh Uh-huh, at C.H. Collins. At C.H. Collins, and then I was at it at the year before. At Prosper? Um, at Prosper. So I've been to this matchup three, two out of the three past years. So it's I'm sad that I'm missing it this year. But it always seems to be just right down to the wire each time. So definitely tune into this one. Moving on now, down back to the Houston area we go. Michael Silvers and Brent Moody on the call from Cypher FCU Stadium down there in Cyprus. 7 o'clock p.m., a district matchup in District 16-6A as the Cy Woods Wildcats take on the Cy Ranch Mustangs. Uh, Gavin Moritz will have a full feature, a sit-down interview with Sean McAuliffe, the head coach there at Cy Ranch, about how well they're doing this season. They're looking to try and control that district. It's, I think, the fourth or fifth year under Sean McAuliffe, and he has really made that a a staple program down there in District 16-6A. So excited to hear about kind of the build that he's had there with the Mustangs and how he plans to continue it. But a tasty matchup in the Cypress area. Moving on now to a little... Meh. Central Texas, Aust- Greater Austin area extended. <laughs> yeah, I, Pflugerville Weiss is definitely Austin area. You can consider New Braunfels Austin area. I consider that more hill country. Yeah. Um, yeah. Regardless, a battle of uh, 6A foes here as the New Braunfels Unicorns take on the Pflugerville Weiss Wolves. Weiss off to a hot 3-0 and start there. From the Pafield, they will be t- welcoming in the Unicorns. Tommy Arish will be on the call. That one's not until 7.30, but we'll talk to Tommy at halftime and really excited to get his thoughts on this and, and really the, fu- the Pflugerville district as a whole. They've got some bright spots, but Weiss is definitely leading the pack there. Mm-hmm. So excited to see what they have to do. And New Braunfels started off at 1-2, and two, but you got to think, I mean, they lost to didn't Ryan. Ryan on yeah. the by one point, you know, right. on the final play of the game. So they're a really tough team. Don't let that one and two start tr- like fool you into thinking that this team can't contend. And finally, finally. man, boy howdy, I am Woo! pumped up for this one. Absolutely pumped up for this one. A cross classification matchup. Out of District 4-3 Division 1, the Brock Eagles going to try and revenge their loss last year, also in Week 4, to 3 Division 2, the number 2 ranked Gunner Tigers. Uh, this one will be 7 o'clock p.m. from Tiger Stadium in Gunner, Texas. Cullen Brown on the call. Mm-hmm. We are just hyped up for this one. It's the same, it's right around the same storyline as last year where Brock gets off to a start and you're looking at their record at one and two and you're going, what, what the in the world? Yeah, they're supposed to be, you know, state ranked. What's happening? They punch up and play one of the most difficult non-district schedules. And I know that this one is technically punching down. Um, but Gunner, you may have heard of them. Cannot wait to see what Jake Fazell and his Gunner Tigers put together. Um, drawing up against a really big opponent. Gunner ended up beating Brock last year. Can they do it again? We will see 7 o'clock p.m. from Tiger Stadium in Gunner, Texas. 
incredibly excited for that both one. Both played in the state championship. One lost, one won, but mm-hmm. both have uh, state championship experience. I did laugh. Um, I guess this is something else that we can announce. I don't know if he's announced it yet, but we'll just blow up his spot here. Um we are incredibly excited to have on the desk Nick Laupius, our normal host for anybody who watches Dave Campbell's Texas football tonight, and making his analyst debut, coming all the way up from the Houston area, Gavin Moritz. If you've watched the show, you've heard him almost every single week, either in a feature story or calling a game. He will be calling... Um, Oh, goodness. What's he calling the night oh, before? Oh, uh, McKinney North Lancaster. I'm sorry. McKinney North in Lancaster. So he'll be calling that tonight on uh, Dave Campbell's Texan Live. You can tune in and watch that. And then tomorrow he's making his way up 35, headed to the North Texas Television Studios to make his analyst debut. We are so excited to have him on. Um, I don't remember where I was going with that. I know he's excited, too. I yes. mean, he is just over now ish is going to be in oh uh, yeah ish that's where i was going yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i'm glad we're on the same wavelength here um but yeah we're we're kicking ish out of the studio once again no he's going to be down in san marcus to watch texas state's home opener against jackson state um so we invited gavin to come up and test his knowledge on statewide texas high school football i know he's going to absolutely crush it um because he's just so knowledgeable especially when it comes to the Houston area. He's been calling games down there since he was, what, 15? Mm-hmm. Didn't even drive yet. So really, really pumped to have him on the desk. He is just an unbelievable talent. So we're excited to have him. And I know he's very, very excited too. Yes, we are excited. But what I was laughing about uh, was the fact that when we – so <laughs> I uh, – I actually ended up texting Coach Fazell and was like, hey, man, can we please broadcast your game like that? We want that Brock Gunner oh, game yeah. so bad. And he was like, absolutely. So I told Mallory we got it and we sent it in the Slack chat. We were like, we got Brock and Gunner. We're so oh, excited. Oh, oh, oh. And Ish instantly responds, of course you get Gunner when I'm not around. And it's not the fact that he doesn't like Brock. Ish loves the pistol offense that Gunner yeah. runs. We all have made it very clear that we love watching the pistol offense mm-hmm. that Gunner runs. Like that's not a bias thing. That's just it's fun football to watch. And so Ish was so mad that the week that he's not on the desk is the week that we get Gunner. Um, we did that on purpose, actually. Correct. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, all right, there we go. We hope that you will join us tomorrow night, 7.30 p.m. Stream it for free on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. That's texanlive.com. If you're tuning in and watching the show, feel please feel free to share the link. Uh, send it to your friends. Tweet it out. Let us know what you're liking about the show, what you're not liking about the show. Um, truth be told, Mallory and I have complete creative freedom over it. So if we're doing something that y'all don't like, yeah. let us know. <laughs> no one's telling us no yet. So I was just going to say, just, just come the on the show here. and let us <laughs> that. Send us an email. I don't know. Just don't blow us up personally on social <laughs> media. That's like my one request. But anyway, let us know what you like and what you don't like. Uh, incredibly excited to be join you back tomorrow on Dave Campbell's Texas football tonight. All right, Mal, before we get going here, there is one more thing to do, and that's to break down the Concho Valley region. So uh, Concho Valley, one of the smaller regions that Mm -hmm. we break it up into in the state of Texas, and it's not 
smaller in size. Um, geographically, it stretches pretty far. Um, it's kind of right there in like the middle part of Texas. Um, yeah. But the reason that it's broken up so much is because with there being so many miles in between these programs, some of them fall into the big country. Some of them fall better into the hill country. Some of them fall better into West Texas. So it's kind of that middle part in between all the rest of those larger regions from a population wise of schools. Um, so we'll take a look at the two ranked teams in the Concho Valley. And that would be starting off in district two of three, a division two. It is the number fourth ranked wall Hawks. Um, they are two and one on the season, a big win over Eastland and an mm-hmm. even bigger win over Cisco. That was a very impressive 27 to 10 win over the big damn Lobos. Um, week three, they went and they punched up to 3A Division One um, to play Jim Ned. Ended up only losing by three. And that, in our mind, punching up into a really good Jim Ned team is a way for us to keep them at number four. They have a matchup against Peaster this week and then a week off before the big rivalry game out there that everyone loves. It's not a district rivalry, just two fun football teams going head to head every single year with the Mason punchers. Um, But Houston guy, that flex bone offense is absolutely operating their senior fullback, Nathan pepper. He was injured some last year, um, but they expected him to come back in a huge way. And he has so far, he's averaging about 60 yards on the ground every single um, week. So that's been really fun. And then leading the charge on defense, junior linebacker, Ethan. And I think it's Michael wits, but I could be, wrong on that um apologies to Ethan if I said that wrong but he's I mean 12 tackles per game um he is is really been the bright spot of that wall defense and traditionally on offense wall is just gonna beat you with size and speed because they're really big up front and they can absolutely just pound it and that's what they've been doing so far but the wall hawks off to a really good start out there for the Concho Valley the other ranked team in the Concho Valley out of District 3 in 2A Division 1. How about the Sonora Broncos coming in um, in the top 10 of 2A Division 1? 3-0 on the year. Big win over Ballinger um, on the road to start the season. Then another huge win over Cahoma. And then they just finished off a win at El Dorado last weekend. Um, and this week they're going to go take on the Bucks of Alpine. They are a 22-point favorite, according to the DCTF computer. Yeah, pretty big favorite there over Alpine, who's been struggling a little bit. But Blake Weston, the head coach in his third year, um, took over a program that was consistently getting at max four wins a year. And Mm -hmm. year one came back seven and four last year, 10 and three made a good run there into the playoffs. And this year off to a three and O start with quite a few more wins. It looks like on, on the docket. And the biggest reason for that, the mitochondria of the cell, if you will, are, uh, are their quarterback and their athlete and linebacker, Edgar DeLuna, Edgar DeLuna is insane are you talking about him and players to watch I am not I'm talking about their quarterback okay well yeah the quarterback's been great but Edgar DeLuna man averaging 249 rushing yards per game yeah already has 11 touchdowns on the seasons (laughs) and then here's here's the other side of this just for fun in his linebacker duties 11 tackles per game one interception and two forced fumbles just to just to rattle off 
That's for three work. games, guys. 249 rushing yards per game, mm-hmm. 11 touchdowns, 11 tackles per game, one interception, two forced fumble, all in three games. He is that dude out mm-hmm. there in Sonora, and that's saying something because Mallory will talk about his counterpart there at quarterback who we've had our eyes on for a, quite a few years now. Yep. Um, but Blake Weston's very excited about what his Broncos are doing out there in the Concho Valley. So now, in like a perfect lateral tease, let's throw it over to Miss Mallory Hartley to expand a little bit more on the fantastic players to watch in the Concho Valley. Correct. Let's just get right into it here. We'll start off in one of the higher classifications in the Concho Valley, which speaking of, there's only 24 teams in the Concho Valley, and then I'd say 90% of them are 3A, 3A and lower. There's only two. There's only one team in 6A, which is San, San Angelo, Angelo Central. Central. And then there's one 4A Division One team, which is San Angelo Lakeview. And then all the rest are 3A Division Two and less. Yeah, so that's a lot of small like towns. N- a lot of small towns, a lot of small school ball, but nonetheless, it's still a lot of fun. So let's start off in 3A Division Two. We'll go with San Angelo TLC Academy quarterback, Lane Honia, I believe that is how you say his name, but he put up big numbers last season. 1,900 passing yards and 23 touchdowns through the air last season and has just been even more explosive this season. Last week against Winters, he completed 16 of 23 passes and threw for 351 yards and five touchdowns. And many news sources actually named him the Concho Valley Athlete of the Week. So if that doesn't prove that he's just an all-out baller, I don't know what else does. And fun fact, he led San Angelo TLC in breaking their 24-game losing streak last season by throwing six touchdowns in game one of this season. Like you mentioned, they went winless in 2021 and 2022, or 2020 and 2021, and then led him to a 4-7 and seven season last season, and now they already have two wins on the season. So it's only growing up here um, – and he is a huge part of that reason. Yeah, sometimes all it takes is a is a signal caller stepping up it to really be does. able to make some some noise. And I mean, you know, they're they're kind of out there on their own a little bit. Um, yeah. But they have they have a chance to represent for San Angelo, and that's something that you know hasn't been done in quite a few years. Obviously, when Brent Davis was out there at San Angelo Central, they had some good years, and it hasn't necessarily lived up to that at this point. So yeah, if TLC I can get going. Um, Lane yeah. will be Lane will be the reason for that. Yeah, they're uh they're actually their last winning season was back in 20, 2015, I saw. So, they're on the trajectory to break that record now. Moving on down, we've already mentioned his name, but let's talk a little bit more about him. It's Wall fullback Nathan Pepper, who's been there for a couple years. Uh and for a guy that only played 9 games last season, he's kind of a he got he got bitten by the injury bug quite a bit last season. His stats were pretty impressive. 135 carries for 1,065 yards and 15 touchdowns. He's averaging about eight yards per carry, so that's that's pretty impressive. Um, this season, he's had 27 carries for 178 yards and a touchdown. I think he's been a little bit injury-bitten this year, too, but he's expected to be fully back this week against uh, Peaster. Um, and, yeah, he's part of that uh, flex bone offense and really just – any kind of threat to any defense due to his speed and his agility. His footwork is absolutely insane. Um, and then, yeah, so that's all I got on uh, this guy. Dude, he's so good. Like, if, you, if you're if you of the mindset of we need more fullbacks in Texas high school football. Oh, like, yes, yes. Nathan Pepper is it. Like, 
he is so fun to watch. I just hope that he can stay healthy because that's exactly what happened. He only missed about like four games last year, so it wasn't too detrimental, but I believe they were in the latter half of the season when they really yeah. needed him. Um, but he is he's just a big old electric player. Mm-hmm. Um, we need like shirts that say like football flexbone fullbacks. Football flexbone and fullbacks. Wallhawks. Wallhawks. <laughs> Go wall. Go wall. Yeah. Well, and that just comes with the with the position of being a fullback too. You kind of are. You put yourself out. Yeah, there he's he's that old. Prone, I was going to say it's old style, old school, ball, running the flex hitting. bone. Exactly. He's exactly. just gonna mow you over. Like right. I. Shout out Nathan Pepper. Yeah. Pepper, fun. pickle, fullbacks, football. Vegetables. Yes. <laughs> pickle. Correct. <laughs> Market, stamp it, love it. it <laughs> no notes. No Absolutely notes. no notes. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, let's talk. Sonora quarterback and defensive back, Jamie. Uh, you're going to have to talk Burton. <laughs> I think it's Burton. Yes. But... I could be completely wrong. Bitron? Maybe Bitron? Nice talking names. Anyways, <laughs> let's keep it moving. I feel like I've said it 17 times before, and then you asked me how to say it, and I, like, just blank trying to read it. <laughs> Anyways, freaking awesome quarterback. Threw for 16, over 1,600 yards and 16 touchdowns last season, and he rushed for over 2,000 yards and 25 touchdowns on the ground last season and then I'm not done because look he also plays defensive back <laughs> because why not total 78 total tackles three sacks and six interceptions on this season last year and I'd say he's pretty much the glue that keeps this whole team together he returned the season as the leading passer the leading rusher sacks leader in <laughs> <laughs> an interception uh-huh. leader. It's so funny when we talk about guys like this because it's just the and, and, and. and. <laughs> He's just the do-it-all dude for this team. And what makes him the most dangerous is, is his elusiveness and his ability to use his legs at literally any given moment, whether that be on a design play or if it's just him trying to make something out of absolutely nothing. He's going to use his legs and he's going he's gonna to gain a couple of yards there. Um, and he got also can throw on the run, too, with great accuracy. So this dude is just all around dangerous and no team wants to face a guy like no this. between him and Ethan like it's yeah. it's scary it, it genuinely Sonora wants those two they're gelling they're cooking. and they yeah they're cooking let them let cook, cook. <laughs> like they're gonna keep cooking exactly uh, but exactly. no it's that's a hell of a pair out there for Sonora yeah definitely moving on down to Mason running back and I did not put this on here, but he also plays a little bit of defense as well. Uh, Ryan Todd, he's the do-it-all kid for the punchers. He rushed for over 1,400 yards um, on 181 carries and 21 touchdowns. He caught 12 passes for 165 yards and one touchdown last season. And then let's switch over to the defensive stats, shall we? And, and, and. 94 total tackles, seven tackles for a loss, two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, and five interceptions on the season. Another do-it-all player. And that's what you're going to get when you when you start moving down these classifications. You're going to get just all-out athletes that coaches like, heck, yeah, we're going to put you on both sides of the ball. You're an athlete. You're a stud. I oh, mean, yeah. you're going to succeed on both sides of the ball there. Um, well, and that's the – you want to talk about uh, – I teased it earlier, but week six, Mason and Wall play. Um, and you want to oh, talk about yeah. going to a game that is – 
not going to take up much of your Friday night. No, go to Mason and Walt keep because <laughs> Pepper and Todd are just going to trade off absolutely blowing past people. And mm-hmm. it's that's going to be a game absolutely decided on by whose defense steps up yeah, against right. one of those two players. Right. You get the flex bone offense in mm-hmm. uh, Wall, and then you get the wing T offense here in yeah. Mason. It so just, that's going to be a – Oh, it rules. Uh, yeah, it's going to be And it, the clock will runner. not stop. No, no, it won't. It We're, absolutely won't. If we even tried to check into that game, it would be like, oh, our show's not even started yet, right, and that exactly. game's already, already in, like, the fourth quarter. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, let's go ahead and round it out in the smallest classification. Erie and County running back and linebacker Parker Posey, another two-wave uh, player, two-year starter on varsity, 28 carries, 202 yards, and six touchdowns. Um, on the ground, five catches for 247 yards and seven touchdowns as a receiver. And then 99 total tackles on the year last year. Um, obviously a very, very impactful two-way player. He laid the way last season in their historic run to the state semis. And then, of course, they fell short to Abbott, I believe, um, in the state semifinals. Um, yeah. Pretty good slate of uh, kids here to watch in the Concho Valley. A lot of smaller school players, like I said, but it's it almost seems more fun to me to look at these smaller school kids because of the kind of stats that they put up um, on both sides of the ball. I just think that's so freaking cool to watch. I mean, you see kids getting over 2,000 yards on the ground as a running back, and then you switch it over, and they're like, oh, yeah, he's also a linebacker, and he has over 101 tackles on the season. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just – it's really cool to see that. But yeah. you get a lot of that in the Concho Valley, and sometimes that's even better than all the, the big-name guys that, you know, go play Division One ball. Oh, yeah. No, I yeah, you ain't got to convince me that small school no. ball rules. Um, it, it rules. Concho very, Valley is, uh, is a living proof of that. So Very well um, have been and will always be on that train. Um, so there you go. The ranked teams and the players to watch in the Concho Valley. Um, if you're not doing anything week six, Wall and Mason Heck yeah. slaps every time. Let's do it. Um, all right, that's going to do it for us. Um, thank you again to our guest, Tara Murray, the Vice President of Marketing for Yokiero. Remember, celebrate National Guacamole Day. Go pick up some Yokiero guacamole. You don't get cool scrunchies like we do, but you can go pick up. Maybe if you go buy one, maybe there'll be scrunchies there. I don't know. But celebrate National Guac Day. Um, and watch Dave Campbell's Texas football tonight, 7.30 p.m. on TexanLive.com. Tell your friends about it. It is completely free for anybody to watch. Nick Laupius and Gavin Moritz will be bringing you all of the action on Friday nights. Um, Until then, I think that we will see y'all next Thursday. Do you have anything else? Mm, No. All right. Watch our show. Watch our show. Make all the hard work worth it. Correct. Correct, please. Oh, well, we're going to be out at games. Yeah. Tonight. tonight <laughs> this is I'm definitely a- not a pre-recorded no, show it's not you can't prove that at all no i'm wearing a dave cables tee right now right now <laughs> uh i'm gonna be out at uh south lake carroll and keller timber creek uh so super excited for that we're gonna be uh carter yates and i will be going and we're gonna be looking a lot at the prospects especially in the south lake carroll side so nice where are you headed? um Shmail and i are headed to uh wichita falls this one i'm super yeah. excited about lubbock cooper Coming on to take on Wichita Falls Rider. We're going to get uh, some 5A Division One action in, uh, I think, oh, our uh, small college, uh, non-FBS college writer, Corey Hogue, will be there, too. Um, yeah. Oh, heck yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so we'll have that. a good crew out there. Going to go see our buddy Squat Grant up. Freeman. Yeah. I sent him dub last night. He said dub is still grounded. So, 
it's okay. We'll figure it out. Maybe I can go. I, my whole purpose of going to Wichita Falls is to go free dub. So we'll see if, if that's successful or not. But regardless, tune in to TexanLive.com tonight. Tons of games. And then, of course, tomorrow night for Dave Campbell's Texas football tonight. That'll do it for us. Um, thanks again to our guests for Mallory Hartley, Ashley Pickle. We will see you next Thursday on Women Talking Football. Oh, 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 oh,